0: Commercial after?
1: Uh, sure. Word. Yo, 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 yo feel like i could have done those yo's those multiple yo's a little bit better but yo peace welcome back to the mega late show podcast the number one hip-hop and dope culture podcast in tokyo uh make sure you tune in to us catch new episodes every friday where we bring you interesting people artists art events and culture here in the lovely tokyo i don't have any weird names to say about japan like we've decided that uh the, the Land of the Rising Sun was trash, for me to say, and nobody says that, so I won't be doing that. Um, and first, I want to thank our guest from last week, uh, The Mighty Aphrodite, whose album just dropped, so be sure to check that out. As well as our third mic last week, uh, the neighborhood-friendly rapper, Cal Combs. Uh, both of them just dropped albums, so pay attention to that. And today, we are joined by the indestructible DJ, Kai Star, from LA. Yo, 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 Yay. what's good? I think I have an applause drop there we go nice yo thank you for joining us kai star thank you shout out to
0: kai star yo and shout out to uh the speakeasy connection speakeasy kai star is like speakeasy la actually
1: oh word well that's the first time that i saw kai star was at a speakeasy event and then recently i saw him walking towards uh, casa de sarasa and i uh, to which i said to you late i said yo that looked like kai star and you're like what and then kai star just walked right past (laughs) <laughs> and so that was a nice little interaction, maybe like a, a couple of weeks ago when we were at Sarah's one-year anniversary party Hi. on Sunday. But word, word, Do not and um, like we said, DJ Kai Star. I mean, his name speaks for himself. Like he is a DJ, but he's also a prominent member of the dance community in Los Angeles. You don't want to say prominent. I don't want to say I'm prominent because I don't want to put myself out out on that limb. But word. I mean, I've 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 been ar- I've been around. Yeah, well, you know, um, I actually, we have a mutual friend in Phil Garvin, mm-hmm. who is uh, a member of the Kinjas, a uh, mm-hmm. very i can say prominent about them yes, an extremely prominent dance crew and um he's the one that first notified me and said yo kaisar is going to be out there kaisar is very dope and i said "Ah, oh, yes wonderful and this is like a while back mm-hmm. um I, I don't think i'm lying about that i'm pretty sure that he was like yo i know that guy and he's dope you should check it out or something but yeah um so shout out to the kinjes shout out to my guy phil and um kaisar again for joining us yo late should we go ahead and go into the temperature check? I think we're gonna do something a little bit different today. Oh damn, you kind of s- with... surprised me
0: for a second. I was like, yeah. "Huh? What? What's, what? Going, What's on? going on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna switch up the
1: format a little bit. Sounded like a phone was ringing, but I think that's the beat. Maybe it's about to cut off. Oh okay. Word word. But yeah, let's go into the temperature check. We're doing a little something a little bit different today. We're gonna go temperature check, conversation, weather report, news, and um, so let's start off with that temperature check. Now, Yo, uh, so
0: the temperature check uh for those who don't know, it's just where we try to gauge where our guests are at like in their taste or their feelings on certain things. So, with all that being said, what's the first question?
1: Um, do you have a favorite MC rapper all time? Maybe two if you can't say one. Oh, goodness. Uh
2: nothing actually really comes to mind when it comes to a favorite because i i I like too many things um if
1: yeah i I mean the god Raccoon. hey there we go that's a phenomenal answer you can't go wrong with that perhaps objectively the the god mc yeah the god mc that's whatever he calls him right yeah yeah what's the uh what's the last hip-hop album that you heard that you really enjoyed the last hip hop album that I really enjoyed it could Uh, be like a beat uh, album too maybe if it's a beat maker beat makers um, I'm gonna go out on a limb take
2: it away from hip hop a little bit and I'm gonna actually give a shout out to the Chicago footwork community Uh, the dudes back in LA Rocksteady uh, uh, I'm sorry uh, Juke Bounce Work they run a a night called Rocksteady Um, they've been running for a few years now uh the dudes you know they've been doing a lot of like different forward beats and it's a little something different away from hip-hop but it's something that you know has really resonated with me well you know being more of a
1: more of i would
2: say like all spectrum
1: in terms of like musical sound and, and genre Yeah. Okay. Footwork community. I'm not too familiar with that, but I have been listening to uh, a few different footwork artists uh, recently, and I I, I mess with it, man. It's like, Mm -hmm. this is, we we say this is a hip hop podcast, but obviously we're not just guys that only listen to like boom bap rap or like trap music or something, you know? So yeah, yeah. I've been listening to um, Jalen's album from last year, Black Origami, Mm -hmm. which is a a footwork album, kind of progressive. That's really good. Word.
0: The one that came out? That everybody was talking about? Yeah. The
1: one last year. (laughs)
0: Ignore me. Sorry. Uh, what were you Ignore thinking me. about? Jaden Smith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, <I, laughs> J-Lynn is, yeah, is yeah, what yeah, I yeah. said. She's, she's a wonderful, uh, uh, she's a woman, uh, obviously, by using, okay. But yeah, yeah, okay. Um, let's see. What other what other temperature check questions can we have here for our guy, Star? How about, uh, no, nah, you got it.
0: If you were on a deserted island and you could only have, records from a duo, DJ MC duo or a group with a DJ in it. Which would you select?
2: I would actually probably stick with er- Eric B and Rakim actually. Oh. If if you actually had to put me with a du- with DJ in like a duo, I I don't think I could actually step away from that.
1: You wouldn't want want to lose, like, Don't Sweat the Technique. You're going to need to listen to that every once in a while, you know? Don't Sweat the Technique, Juice, you know. Absolutely. Great answer. How about, um, let's go into our Japan question here. Uh, Well, you you travel to Japan quite a bit, Mm -hmm. which I think we'll get into uh, during the conversation segment. What what is your uh, favorite city in Japan or favorite place to visit? You can even be precise and say, Ikebukuro. Uh,
2: I would actually say Hokkaido. Hokkaido or or Okinawa? I I, Hokkaido reminds me a lot of America in a lot of different ways because it's nice and spread out. Um, The city's laid out like an American city, so it's not like you know you walk into one corridor and it's it the the road's only like six feet across and it's
1: more it's much more like a. When I was out there, it felt more, much more like it was like a grid, you know. The yes, the, okay,
2: and it was actually made like that. Okay, it was like
1: actually made to be.
2: It was it was city planned by um, American forces.
0: Ah, Hokkaido.
2: Yes, and that's why you'll find that a lot of that a lot of the cities resemble American cities because they're city planned like that. They're made like that.
1: Yo, welcome to the education corner of the podcast, brought to you by DJ Kai Star. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea, but um, I did notice that when I was out there. I really enjoyed Hokkaido as well. Which uh,
0: which part do you like, Kai
3: Star?
2: Uh,
0: I've only been to Sapporo myself. Yeah, Sap-
1: same.
2: Sapporo's dope. Um, my girlfriend's from Asahikawa, so I like that. So I like there as well. But you know, the food all over Hokkaido is just bomb. Oh, Kaido food is
0: dope.
1: Oh, I did have yeah. some really dope like seafood ramen. They specialize in like a seafood ramen out there, right? Dude, they specialize seafood. They in specialize the in all kinds of ramen. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I, uh, uh, the look on Kaisar's face right now is like, yo, this is the goat ramen in. spot.
0: Yo, I, I already liked, you know, like a roe, like, you know, fish eggs. Mm-hmm. I was already down with that, but I went to this place and they had like a special, I guess it was super fresh, like, Dome mm-hmm. with like the fish eggs on it, and it was like the best I've ever had in my whole life. Like, okay. nothing even comes close I'm to not how I'm a good big guy. fan
1: of the roe. How about you, guys I love salmon roe. I mean, really? th- you can't, you- it's pronounced it's roe. It's, it's, it's okay, it's, that's what I said before, but then when I started learning about the Japanese language, I just assumed that it was with the e like a. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: it's uh, you can call it fish eggs, that's, uh, that's what okay. it is. <laughs> bet, bet. But, but I mean, you think about it, you think about it, it's like. Caviar, but a salmon.
1: Right, right, yeah. right, exactly. So I, I don't mess with caviar too much either, but okay, shoot. Everybody has their own personal taste. Speaking of which, Kai Star. Yes, sir. Mary, fuck, kill. Or you could just rank these one, two, three. Family Mart, Lawson's, or 7 Eleven. Mary, S- fuck, kill.
2: Uh. 7 Eleven, Family Mart Lawson. I mean, you can't. It, Japan, all the com- convenience stores are the same for the most part. You really think about it. But if you Ooh. actually talk about all the quality, Ooh.
1: if you talk about some blasphemous territory. Yeah. Like uh oh. Yeah. This is where we get very particular about I'm
0: actually a little shocked. You're, you're one of the first. Usually everybody has very strong initial feelings to that question.
1: Right. If you've got to marry one, somebody, somebody's like Seven Eleven, absolutely, bar none, or Family Mart, or you know Lawson's. If they don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> no, I'd be hating on Lawson's, but I mean they're all good. Yeah, but but when it comes down to it, it's like each of them have their own little particular things that make them a little bit different than the others. For Feel example, it. the fam- the family chicken. Right, that's it's 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 very high quality, I would say, and so you know, so you're just going to say these are all or the Lawson's, okay. which is also very lovely.
2: I would say I would I would put Seven Eleven and Family Mart in similar territory. They're they've got uh, you know like the hot food, Family Mart's better, but if you actually talk about all like the the snacks
1: and stuff that they've got on the on the shelves and stuff, I would, I would put Seven Eleven above that. Have you seen a Slurpee machine in the 7 Eleven out here? No. I've seen one and I've heard of another one. Yeah. There's one in Higashi Kurume, which is like uh, twenty minutes west of here. Uh huh. And they've got a they've got a they've got a slurpee machine. They don't got the super big gulp, the forty four ounce like <laughs> diabetes <laughs> version of it. But yeah, they've got that. It's great. That's Import. a start.
2: Yeah. Come on. Come on, Japan. Import some more uh, Slurpee machines, man. We could use
1: that. We could use that. Yeah. As long as we don't end up having like the hot dog rollers with like hot dogs on them, oh, from no. the, yeah. Let's stick with the um, the Odin, you know, without food just sitting out and everything like that. I'm down with that. Do you have any more uh, temperature check questions, light? Yes. Who's your favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan? Meth. There's no wrong answer here. I say that no, every episode never. There's I, no wrong answer here
2: But I, I mean I I would say that uh, In terms of What I think
1: I don't even know What I'm trying to say right now <laughs> <laughs> Is there a wackest member Of the Wu-Tang Clan Is there a member You don't like I don't like this question <laughs> yeah, I, I am kind of Putting people on the spot To just hate Even if there's no bad answer Let me Let, let me retract that Let me retract that uh, That statement all right, let me um let me see who is a who is a Japanese artist or dancer that you think deserves more international recognition. It that could th- be any any medium of art.
2: Any medium of art.
1: Um even, you know, dancing or whatever.
2: I would say as in terms of like artistry artists, um, there is a friend of mine, dancer named Yuka Adasendai. Uh she makes like tapestries and art out of just picture out of you know like the salmon fillets that they'll cut in half, that they'll cut like down. Yeah, she'll draw like really really crazy styled yeah, yeah. salmon and in in different ways and different formats, and it's just really bizarre. But it's also on the great. actual fish? Not 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 the, on the, the, the fish, th- but you know uh, pictures of. You know, just a salmon fillet, and it just looks just like a salmon fillet. Oh, but the okay. thing is, it's very stylized, very bizarre, and it's very, very distinctly Japanese. I've never seen anything like it. Huh. So, it's... Where, where
1: could we possibly find that? Uh... If, if you uh, if you could just send me the information, I'll put in the show notes for our, for our listeners. If if it's there, if it's not in the show notes, then he has he couldn't find it. I mean,
2: Instagrams for everybody, right? Hey, no hey. doubt. Hey,
0: yo. I was just somewhere, and uh, there was a lady there with her sushi art. Sushi art? Yeah, and I guess the way she makes like these big-ass, you know, like a long-ass maki sushi, right? Uh Like a rolled sushi. But the way she makes it is like every cut she makes is like a different image or like a different, I guess, you could imagine like panels in a comic book. So every cut is like a different panel
1: interesting that's that's yeah. very creative. wild yeah that sounds pretty pretty interesting work. oh
2: i'm feeling this joint
1: this shout out to tip. my homie chocolate cake oh this is a cake track
0: uh yes oh i mean is... it's a break but you okay
1: know. oh he raps over this one yeah what, what just... is the name of it I, I need the dough i need
0: the dough I need shout the out dough. to chocolate
1: cake Oh wow, wow, wow! That's incredible. Just yeah, look at that that art. Dope. That is super dope. I will get that tattooed on my knuckles, knuckle tat, or my face.
0: It's very Japanese, but not in like a traditional it's, way.
1: It's kind of like a postmodern. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. it takes like elements of Japanese um, art styles, and then it alters them to make them look very postmodern and super dope.
0: Yeah, that's really dope. Wh- wh- is she on Insta? Uh
2: this What is, website is this that? This is her portfolio on You would read this Shake in Japanese, but you could read it
1: shake88shake.com. shake88shake.com. Yep. You heard it first. Go check out those pictures, guys, cuz they are um they are wildly dope. Super. Look at that. This 1 2 th- Yeah, that is yeah, that that's like
0: ah, I see what you that mean. That is now.
1: really dope. Like Word. cross sections of really... so
0: it's all tuna cuts or salmon cuts, like she'll, fish cuts.
2: She'll do she'll do like weird shit. Like she'll do steak and and beans and wow, regular stuff is you know regular art as well. Yeah, but soupy beans. I mean, the first thing the first time I saw her art was basically like all salmon joints, and it was it was weird. It was weird, and it was really bizarre, because why would you draw a salmon?
1: Right, right. It was like, where did the inspiration come from? Yeah. Uh, but, but very cool. All right, so shout out to... And what's her name again? Uh, Yuka. Yuka. Shout out to Yuka. Shake88shake.com. Yep. Shake, Shake. Shake. Eight, eight. All right, cool. Let's... Uh, what do you think? Late? Move into the conversation segment of the podcast? Or you got any more temperature checks?
0: Um. Nah. I think that's... the Well... I kind of want to ask, like, as a dancer. Yes. Like, is, is that your favorite element of hip hop?
1: Uh, oh, this puts him on the spot because he's a DJ, but he's also the dance comes. Yeah, like, I
0: don't want to, like, just be like, you know, DJ, 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 because I know you get busy.
2: I, I would say that you want to know what um, the music is. In, I, and, and maybe this is just me kind of panning off the question, but if you really think about it, the music is what makes it, whether you be the DJ or whether you be the dancer, because as a DJ, of course, you listen to the, mu- the music and you make the, the those selections and you make that, you know, connection. But then as a dancer, you connect with it in a different way and you kind of twist it in a way, right? depending on how you are how you move your body, how you feel it, how you how you're feeling that day, how you're feeling that moment. You know, I mean like you could be pissed off as hell right. and just dance really aggressive and and express it one way or you could be doing you know, something like you could be very very happy that day and just be connecting that energy with all the people around you. So I th- I would say that reg- uh, if you were to talk about like the four elements of hip hop, I would say that probably I'm more of... Yeah, I would lean more towards the dance aspect of it. But I would say that for me, it's more about the music. Word. Great answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let that break down. We'll go into the conversation segment.
1: So, um, Kaisar, first and foremost, like uh, you're, you're coming out here from Los Angeles. Uh, I've seen you... Uh, you were here at Speakeasy maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. something like that, and, and and obviously you're back again now. And um, you you come out here quite a bit. Like, what was your? When did you first start visiting Japan?
2: So I've been coming to Japan from uh, 2011, um, at the very very beginning. Uh, I was connected with primarily the dance scene, uh, and then I have a few, and then I started. Coming every year, coming every year, getting connected with a bunch of different people. Uh, They got me doing, you know, party gigs, club gigs, stuff like that. And then Terry Sarasa and, at the time, Congo started Speakeasy. And, you know, when, uh, uh, you know, being connected as a dancer, uh, Mm -hmm. I did, I got to meet Terry don't remember if i met terry
1: here or 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 in l you LA. <laughs> know who knows where terry's at i i text messaged him the other day and was like yo i'm gonna meet up with a homie near your spot you want to come through and he's like i'm in switzerland man oh yeah he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. always all over the place a so word but uh yeah
2: then i got connect i actually got connected with uh sarasa in la and um you know we started trading tracks and and just talking and Kind of brainstorming a lot of different things, and so the first time that they had me they asked me to do speakeasy, um, you know, it was just something that I didn't see in Japan,
1: like a. Like, I mean, there, there, it it really is like a, a really different type of event. Their mm-hmm. their party, this this, what do they call it? Like a vibe out party
0: number one vibe out party
1: the number one vibe out party and um it's like a dance event but the just the the genres of music can be whatever the types of style of dancing can be whatever the first time i went to check out speakeasy people were doing like uh like salsa dancing and like flamenco and then mm-hmm. you had people come in and they would lock and do hip-hop style like freestyle and then there was b-boys and it was just like a really really dope dance party so uh yeah i I recognize exactly what you're talking about with that and and have you done uh, have you done speakeasy more than once or i star has done it at least four times i feel like
2: uh yeah at least four once at
0: akihabara
1: that's Uh, the one that i was at where we got the drop
0: were you at commune
1: i did do commune
2: once or two. i th- actually no i only did commune once uh and then i did what was it the when we we were underground at um in oh at Omo- kai omotesando it, 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 I yeah think yeah, that, yeah. Oh, i remember I think that
1: it, it was it was underneath was or, that the one was, with um was that the one with maceo from De La Soul, the Not same that venue? One. No, no, no. We uh, that, that okay.
0: time was with uh, we were there Richards. another time. Oh, scheme the Steam Richards. Richards one. Yes, yeah. that's when oh, you okay. hopped on the decks because somebody was like fucking up, and you had to jump on for a second.
1: Oh no, no, it wasn't. You Te- know, technical difficulties. technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Somebody didn't fuck up, but the equipment was. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the cops tried to shut us down that night too uh that one was Akiba. that one was okay, at akihabara yeah. where the cops just would not let oh yeah, yeah they stayed outside the whole time uh shout out to the and police, you just did the, the, the joint trash. at uh
0: sarasa's <laughs> restaurant for her anniversary
1: Sarasa, right
2: yep where i apparently passed the two of you without either of us realizing it yeah
1: <laughs> by the time it clicked in my head i was like yo that guy looks like kaisar and i was like yo late didn't that guy look like kaisar he's like who <laughs> like, I was, it's like where? Which guy? Which guy? What word? And I guess it was. But okay. Um. So so you've been coming to Japan for a while now. And um. Wh- when did you When did you start DJing?
2: Started DJing back in uh, two thousand nine. Uh. I actually started dancing before that. I uh, just started collecting songs and tracks and artists and you know being a music nerd and then eventually wanting to get on the decks and my boy uh irvin arana uh
0: yo shout out to your boy irvin Ara.
2: what a raw name that is uh,
3: irvin, irvin arana
2: irvin arana uh the root down sound system out of la uh previously i'm not sure if i'm if this is kosher but previously a member of the rock city crew as well
1: shout out to rock the mighty rock city crew for sure but yeah, that's my that's
2: my dude, and he was the guy who first started me on the decks. And
1: what what music genre do you partic uh, usually? Sorry for that noise. What what music genre do you usually uh, spin? Uh... Or uh, maybe I can phrase this a different way. Um, what is your favorite music genre to to spin? Or no, no, let me phrase it again. What is a music genre that you most often spin? Mm. That I most often spin.
2: I would probably say I do a healthy, healthy amount of uh, funk and disco, um, and you know, I guess I guess funk spans a very, very large variety of music as well.
0: Yeah, like when you say funk, do you dip into like any of the new funk that's coming out, or <clears throat> do you keep it pretty classic?
2: Oh, I'm I'm all over the place.
0: Like, do, you, do you throw in some like Dame Funk or like even some I don't know? I guess future bass wouldn't be considered funk, but something like that.
2: I you want to know what? Actually, shout out to Dame Funk because the party that he was doing with uh, Billy Goods and DJ Randy Watson called Funkmasphere out in L.A. Um, I started going to that and that. Was a very very big influence on where I am musically because that actually brought I w- uh, you know between uh, the funkmosphere party in L.A. and the sweater funk party in in uh, and you know the Tom Noble and stuff like that the guys in the Bay Area I would say that th- those were the two that really brought boogie fr- uh, boogie funk back to the forefront ah boogie what we call boogie. But I mean, the thing is, is that if you really think about it, you know, we're, there's a lot of dudes who are also still doing that as well for and who've been doing it for a long time. Um, like Around
0: what time were you going to those parties?
2: I was going to those parties around 2008, 2007, 2008. And then started going to that. And so was, right
0: before you started playing yourself. So correct. Pretty
1: big influence. probably Correct.
2: It was it was actually a really really big influence. If I didn't have that, I don't think I would be DJing right now.
1: Where now speaking speaking of um, speaking of you DJing, uh, I see that you recently released a mixtape and the cover was done by our guy Phonics and it's called "Not Going Nowhere." Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about this? And well, uh. first first. Um, phonics is our guy shout out to phonics he's been on the podcast before how did you link up with phonics i
0: was just about to ask you if you were like close with phonics and uh i think arnie
2: is his name guy out of iceland you want to know what i do not know arnie uh i actually first met phonics in japan we have a ton and i mean a ton of mutual friends in la um but i never actually met him while while he was here um and while
1: you guys since we're bringing oh, since we are bringing yo, the, this uh, cover is so dope too man like Phonics really killed this cover oh shit you got the hard copy yeah um, he really killed this cover let
2: me just drop two copies on you guys yo, oh man you you're so the man thank you so much word
1: yo thank you thank you so much so uh, how did you uh, like uh, what made you want to go to Phonics for this uh, for this project and have him design it
2: Uh, you know like with ph- he he's just very very creative in all aspects. Uh, I saw him doing a lot of his um, his font work, so like all the letter like all the lettering and different designs, the stuff that he did with Darker Than Wax, stuff like that. And I just wanted to kind of bounce something off off with him. So you know, not going nowhere in particular is a mix CD where I actually gave him the title. I had him you know I commissioned him to do the artwork and then I did the the selection and the programming based off of off of what you know he
1: drew for me and and what you kind of got from it artistically yeah. hey that's really dope man is this the first time that you've uh, you pressed up uh, a mix mixtape I
2: would say that this was the this is the first one that I've done as a formal press um you know I Making you know making mixes and all all kinds of different stuff before that, but this is the first you know final official
1: yo congratulations man thank you so it came yeah. out really dope i mean i haven't listened to it yet but thank you the, so much the album artwork looks good and uh and i think it's just you know phonics, Shout phonics out is phonics. super dope and so you guys linking up makes perfect sense because uh it seems like you uh you, you know you're cool with my guy uh phil he had nothing but good things to say about you so i imagine <laughs> that uh that you're cool as shit so i'm, I'm rocking with you 100 man and thank you so much for that um another question that I had for you was now you DJ a lot in Los Angeles and you DJ a lot in in Japan obviously mm-hmm. are there anything uh, is there anything in particular that you would say about the two scenes and how they are different or um perhaps just highlight some of the things that uh stand out to you in each of the scenes maybe
2: uh I would say that if you were to talk about the American scene the American scene Depend, and this is subjective and it goes to every different, it depends on the party. But I would say that American listeners are more picky, like, they have more of an idea of what you know this kind of music is supposed to be. Like, oh, you know, we listened to this back in the day, or I'm going that's out- true, or I'm going out to the party to turn up, so I don't want to hear no, you know, like, like no old fart music or nothing. Yeah,
0: I find the same thing out here. Like when I talk to someone that really knows music mm-hmm. and they go to a funk party and they're like, This is Motown or some shit
1: Award. I haven't encountered anybody like that, so that's an interesting thing.
0: Shout out the Brooklyn Terry.
1: <laughs> 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 Yo, shots fired. Yeah, shots yeah, yeah.
2: fired. But you wanna know what I would I, I would say that for the most part, Japanese um, crowds are more are a lot more welcoming um they're a lot you know they don't understand the lyrics and they don't understand everything but you know they can they're the still music people, speaks man. to yeah, yeah yeah so i would say that they're more open in that regard uh but they you know they don't get as hype as americans do when 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 americans get crunk
0: it's that well yeah it's that energy and also a lot of times that nostalgia or like you've got so many of your memories or feelings yeah. attached to that music and you just hear that song that set you up. At least that's how it is with me. A what lot what the about
1: um, the dancers? Are you are you friends with a lot of dancers out here that kind of connect with your, your dance community back in, in the States?
2: Um, I would say that at this point, the amount of dancers that I know in Japan, I'm probably more well-connected in Japan than I am oh, wow. back
1: home. Is there anything that you would say about the dance communities that are, that all that are differ from, that differ from each other? Um, you know the the is it clicky or you know what I mean.
2: I think it's I, but I th- I think anything whether it comes to music whether it comes to dance everyone's clicky like it, it's it's unavoidable. Yeah. But um, I would say that if you were to actually kind of like kind of boil down what the two scenes are, I would say that the Japanese scene is more disciplined and they have you know they're more committed to dance as a science or as sports whereas if you talk about americans they do it for self-expression you know feeling and it's a
0: lot of studying out here yeah and like trying to get it right like even at speakeasy they're like i mean there are people out there doing their thing but a lot of people there are students of some of the teachers that come to speakeasy and they're out there practicing and you can see them like working shit out yeah yeah they're very diligent
1: Yeah, you know, I used to break um, when I was a lot younger, and so I haven't been breaking much since I got older, and so I don't know anything about the scenes and, like, how competitive it is, and I know Japan, like, right now, there's a really strong uh, b-boy community, and some of the best b-boys in the world come from out here, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you much of anything, really, about the scene, except for stuff that my wife has told me, because, you know, she's a b-girl, and she's like, people in the States are, are friendly to me when i go there to dance you know like (laughs) uh, yeah and she's like there's some places she doesn't want to go to dance out here because like the girls treat it like this is competition like what are you doing here you better like represent right but you know we got that back in the states too like if you go to if you go to like cypher somewhere people are like yo you're trash you need to you need to get out of here so but word word um yeah i don't i don't really have too many more questions uh so much about like your your background experience other than uh kind of kind of the dance stuff that you do like so what, what did you start what what um and i'm not even too familiar with all the names like finger tutting bone breaking freestyle <laughs> afro you know mm-hmm. um well so what type of uh what type of dance did you first get into and what do you do now
2: uh i would say that i first started in the very very be- very very beginning um i first started doing popping uh, cause I saw a dude named David elsewhere, uh, do some crazy moves and then kind of did some research, got into Mr. Wiggles, then got connected to the Mr. Wiggles. You know, there was a bit, there was a bulletin board way back in the day. I don't know if you remember the easy boards back yeah. in the mid two thousands. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of old school dancers, a lot of old school poppers and lockers, you know, kind of community commuting on these boards. And through that, I got connected to the
1: scene that was in LA, and it just went from there. Uh, Shout out to Mr. Wiggles, by the way. I wanted to give that, but who's the other cat? David Elsewhere? David
2: Elsewhere. That's a
1: dope name, but I'm not familiar with him. He's also kind of uh, a...
2: He was a a very, very big inspiration for me in the very beginning. Um, And then... Mostly because of the fact that he had a lot of a lot of his own personality, he had a lot of his own moves. It was just you know him doing his thing, um, and then I started getting into the actual popping community, and it went a little different on a different uh, course than you know what what you know David Elsmore was doing. But at the same time, because of that, I got to see I got to see a lot of different you know dance styles from the from LA, from New York, from Japan, stuff like that. And then I started getting into locking a little bit after I started popping. And locking is a little dear to me. Um,
1: I have.
0: Yo, can I can I do something?
1: Are you gonna lock for us right now? Oh, nah, dreadlock! Uh,
0: uh, what is the difference between popping and locking?
1: That's a great question.
2: All right, so locking um, is a dance that was created by a man named Don Campbell. Uh, the his nickname is was Campbell Lock. Um, he created the dance back in the late '60s at Los Angeles Trade Tech, Trade Tech uh, College, a uh, little bit south of downtown. Um, from there it got you know he got spread throughout South Central Uh, a lot of people started jumping onto that and that is a dance that is more or less based off of Don's originally original inability to dance he made a mistake trying to do you know one of the party dances back in the day and it just kind of took off and he started adding a bunch of different of his own moves and his, his own, you know, flavor to it. And people started to copy him. And the people that started to copy him were adding their moves. And adding their, you know, their different flavors to it. Um, if you haven't seen Lockin' before and you're familiar with the old sitcom What's Happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rerun is one of the, I would guess you could say, one of the older generation lockers from L.A. Uh, his original name was Mr. Penguin and that would probably be the closest thing that you know most people would get to locking if you haven't seen the lockers before. Right. Uh, as far as popping goes, uh, I'm pretty sure everyone has seen people do the robot or do waves, things like that, but um, there's a lot of different styles, a lot of different places doing it, but I guess you would say the... Probably the first and foremost people who have, who are probably the forebears, or the standard bears, I guess you could say, for the popping style or the electric boogaloos. Indeed.
3: Right.
0: Follow-up question. Yes, sir. Um, out here, here being Japan, I know that uh, some people do something called rocking. Rocking. Oh. Yeah. Mhm. Now. With the language, R's and L's get mixed up all the time. Mm-hmm. So is rocking different from locking or...
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rocking is... It comes from the B-boy, uh, from from the more B-boy element of it. Whereas like a... Uh, it, it's it's a East Coast. It started on the East Coast. Whereas... Um, yep popping and locking were kind of west coast uh, Coast variations that eventually it all came together but yeah locking and rocking is is um it's like up rock battles is what rocking is
0: see when somebody tells me they rock out here i'm just like
1: one of those things is dope and i'm glad that you're doing it yeah both of those are great and i'm glad you're participating in that straight up so word up yo thanks
0: for dropping those gems yeah that's a
1: good that's a good question especially for listeners who have no idea about it like i talked to i've been i've been out of the scene for so long i really only know about like b-boying and b-boying has you know changed so much over the years in terms of the way that they view competition and and mm-hmm. styles now like powerheads you can't just be like that's an air track because like it's a variation of an air track or you know what i mean and um With like Phil and what the Kinjas do, I'm like, I don't even know what to really call this, like choreo, or is it, like I have no idea about a lot of the new descriptors for a lot of different dance styles, and it seems as though that people are very precise, just the same way with the musical taste, like that's Motown, that's not funk, with with dancing styles, people are very precise about that. Shout out to Brooklyn Terry. (laughs) Shout out to Brooklyn Terry. Terry. Yeah, (laughs) man, yeah, shout out to Brooklyn Terry. Cool, cool. Uh, do you have any more questions late
0: yeah man um so you're from cali uh can can you talk a a little bit about your upbringing like what kind of music was getting played in your home like uh what 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 are those influences influences
2: so my mother was actually a disco dj in malaysia back in the day that's ill. Damn. And so my family would listen to everything from disco. My dad was listening to a lot of progressive rock, like a lot of. He was listening to a lot of Beatles. He was listening to like you know classic pops back from back in the day. So he was listening to like what Linda Ronstan, uh, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Uh, but he was also listening to a lot of like uh, Creedence Clearwater Festival. Uh, uh, Simon Garfunkel, stuff like that as well. So, kind of everything, kind of everything. I got to listen to a lot of stuff, and then you know, going to school and things like that. I would also hear a lot of Stevie, a lot of hear a lot of Motown, uh, Michael Michael Jackson, of course. Um, so, I, I would say that I had a very diverse musical upbringing because it wasn't just one particular flavor. But
0: dope. Is there, is your mom Malaysian?
2: My mother is uh, Chi- ethnically Chinese, born and raised in Malaysia.
1: Okay, That's we're... so dope, man! Do You make it out there at all? Uh,
2: I have. I've been there a few times uh, for family stuff. Never, never for work. But you know, it's it's different, and it's really dope to kind of connect to your roots and, and to see where you know your your parents were raised and. and to see a different aspect of life away from what you've known your entire life.
1: Very cool, man. Uh, how did you tell? Tell me a little bit about your connection with Japan. Like, how did you first make it out here? And you can speak the language fluently. I see you. Uh, some of the, your messages on Facebook are, you know, full kind like every everything. So I imagine that you're well versed. All kind of everything. Yeah, you're well versed in, in language. How did this happen, man? Uh.
2: I would say that, you know, I just, I I attribute that to my people and my friends. Like, I've had a lot of Japanese friends for a long, long time, um, and just me wanting to be able to actually communicate with them in their setting was what kind of motivated for me to, you know, like, learn the language and, and get where I am now. So I've been, you know, as I said, I've been coming to Japan for since 2011. Uh, but you know, just talking to people and kind of having these kind of kind of conversations with everyone really kind of led me to to kind of build my skill up and up and up as I go along.
1: Not very cool, man. Yeah. Well, you're killing it out here, Kaiso. we're happy to um, we're happy to be rocking with you today. And uh, I guess. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll have the Speakeasy event where you'll also be performing as well. Are you performing at Speakeasy this Sunday? I will be DJing at Speakeasy this All right. Sunday. So that's going to be at Hotel Koe In Shibuya. In Shibuya. And Backside we'll be there. The Megalate Show will actually. From
0: the Disney Store. Indeed.
1: Uh, the Megalate Show will actually be there live streaming uh, for them. Uh, and so you guys can check out DJ Kai Star on the Speakeasy Facebook page or Instagram page. We're going to be live streaming for them uh, through one of these things. And just pay attention to the Mega Late Show. We'll post it on the page and on the Twitter account and on for Instagram sure, sure. as that comes through. Let's go ahead and take a break right now. And then we'll come back and do the weather report. Mega Late Show episode 36 with the indelible DJ Kai Star. Best
3: oh my god oh no what time is it uh yo son i think we mega late nah we right on time you're tuned in right now to the mega late show transmitting live from japan all over the world man mega late you're right on time turn it up peace john robinson yo respect
1: oh it's the fucking mexican this is one of my favorite jams of all. It's not a fucked up way to say that. It's a then. very spicy yeah. thing to say these yeah. days and times. The fucking Mexican. <laughs> no, man, this is my jam. This is Babe Ruth, the Mexican. I used to break to this all the time. B-Boy Ivan had a showcase tape that was just an hour of like footage of him breaking and all they played was the mexican and that was like my guy man shout out to the mexican welcome back to the mega late show episode 36 (laughs) with the mighty mighty dj kaisar i'm here as always with my co-host late mega late show bringing you all the dopest individuals that we can find in tokyo even those that are coming through and dj kaisar is here right now from Los Angeles, and he just gave us a copy of his newest mix... Is it Would, it, would mix tape be the term for this? I'll just call it mix CD. His newest mix Word. CD. Word. Not going nowhere. With art by Phonics.
0: Our uh, past guests also, shout out to Phonics.
1: Phonics. Is
0: this mix, mix CD available anywhere online
2: to listen to? Uh, I will probably be following up with that. Uh, you can... For anyone listening, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at KaistarLA. Uh, That's K-A-I-S-T-A-R. L-A. L-A. That's right. Yeah. And the details will be forthcoming. Can't
1: spoil everything, but... Cool. Word life. And by uh, when this comes out, uh, the following Sunday, which is going to be June 3rd, we will be with Kai Star at Speakeasy Hotel Koei in Shibuya, rocking with Brooklyn Terry, DJ Sarasa, Soul, uh, J Sound,
0: and um, DJ Shinya.
1: That's right. So DJ go to that. That's the number one Vibe Out Party in Tokyo. And it's a really dope event. And, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Megalate shows live streaming. And right now, I'm just going to be quiet so we can listen to the Mexican for another minute.
2: I'm just going to drop in for a second, and for anyone who actually wants to pick up a copy of uh, Not Going in, gone, Not Going in, uh, Nowhere, can't even pronounce the the name of my own mix CD, right, but for anyone who wants a cop a copy, uh, roll through on Sunday, and I'll have a co- oh, couple, uh, couple extra copies on hand.
0: But you got
1: to say Mega Late Show.
0: Mega Late to Show. To get that
1: discount, what is the price that you're charging for them?
2: Uh, I'll do... I'll,
1: I do 2000 for these. Okay, so yeah... They're 25 they're, they're 2500 <laughs> but if you tell them mega late show 2000
3: <laughs> tell you tell,
2: tell you what I'll drop I'll drop I'll drop it down to a uh, 15 bro that's oh, a real discount
0: mega late mm. show discount speaking into ex- manifest One, One um, coin
1: that'll get you another drink man yeah yeah and and uh, actually you know even the, despite Kaisar not being able to say the title of his album the first time <laughs> going around we're not drinking me and Kaisar <laughs> Kaisar is drinking root beer and I'm drinking beer flavored water courtesy of Asahi Dry zero,
0: straight sake for your boy.
1: Yeah, and that's actually like a hundred dollar bottle of sake, man. So you it's might very eat. nice. This yes, is a nice. Very Would nice. you like a taste of it before you go? You can have it. It's some expensive uh, sake. You haven't eaten yet, so I don't want to pressure you. But okay, now we're going to the weather report, which is a segment of the podcast where us and our guests play songs that we want to talk about or say anything about. So here we go. We're going into Kai Kaisar's, or is this your choice, late? This is Kai Stars. Kai Stars Choice. And be sure to check out the end of the podcast where we will play this track in its entirety. After all said and done. Oh, this is nice. This is Aretha Franklin, Rock Steady. Okay. Now, can you tell us about Aretha Franklin? Who is this artist? I'm just saying. I'm just playing, man. Nobody slapped me. It's the Queen of Soul, man. That's right.
0: Is it R&B and Soul or just... Just the Queen of Soul. I
2: I from what Ar- I understand, it was originally the Queen of Soul and then and then R and B got tacked on at the end, but I'm not really sure. She's one
0: of the few well, I might be speaking atemporally, but she's one of the few female soul artists, right?
2: Uh she's one of the few major soul artists from that particular of that particular uh, era in time mm. that really like was on the forefront because i mean like you think about it there was like the, the supremes and diana ross uh you had lesser art well i don't want to say lesser because everyone was really good but you had similar artists like uh, margie joseph um, betty padgett uh I'm forgetting other artists because I'm on the spot I'm still
1: I'm still uh, very impressed by it like uh, I I don't I've never spun these these genres like that before and I don't really have a deep knowledge of it like I've heard a lot of these songs just being at parties yeah but yeah like I mean I don't know the deep cuts like this I have no idea what year this came out or you know what album it was on it's like my knowledge my knowledge of of a lot of uh, breaks and dance music is a little bit limited Mm -hmm. like you know popular breaks of course I, I catch those a lot easier but yeah i'm not i'm i'm not i didn't even know this was aretha franklin and i heard this song so many times
2: you want to know what i i would say that this is probably one of the biggest one of the biggest party dance records from back in the day because there was an associated dance that's called the rock steady that everyone was doing back in the day and you know it this this song also got picked up by soul train so everyone who is watching soul train was watching
1: was listening to this song too Sure so. Bet man Great choice And why did you pick this today? Is it just cause it's a jam And you're like Fuck it Jam Because it, it You wanna
2: know what? It, it's the jam But I also feel like This is that era That You know This particular era When you talk about Early James Brown Well early, I don't wanna say Early James Brown But you wanna talk about Early 70s James Brown uh, You wanna talk about Early si- or Early 70s Soul You know Soul music in general uh funk music in in general this kind of led the way for other forms of funk that was outside of just you know the james brown formula so you also had a lot of stuff you know coming in with p funk afterwards and that led for that that led the way for prince and other artists on that particular platform That's not to say anything about, you know, like One Way or Cameo or the Barkays, Cool and the Gang, stuff like that. But, you know, that led the way for for those particular artists. And then those particular artists ended up leading the way for hip hop. I've never thought of
0: the sub-genres of funk. It's all just been, like, funk to me. Yeah. And obviously, James Brown and, like... Parliament are pretty different. Mm-hmm. Like there's distinctually a difference there, but I've always just been like, oh yeah, that's funk music, and Zapp and Roger, that's funk music. Right. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of how I've always, you know, it's like rock music. It's like, oh, this is rock music. They're like, ah, oh, this is actually grunge, or you know what I mean? Seems or big Well, hair, even with rock, I feel know, like, like it's
0: very like they're very clear about yo, this is. Grunge. This is hair metal. This is metal. This is black metal. This is eagle metal or whatever. But like funk, you don't really hear a lot of people like do what Kai Star just did.
1: Maybe, maybe it's because funk is is kind of like uh, uh, of all the genres. It, it's it's I would say it's pretty pretty much not as popular as rock music has been, even even with the decline of rock music. So maybe it's just that people don't have people aren't being subjected to funk enough to really draw those lines or even hear about those lines. That's true, man. Like when I
0: first heard about boogie, I was like, "What is boogie?" And then I was like, <laughs> "Isn't this just like
1: funk music?" Yeah. Or like
0: Kind of disco music,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, we make those distinctions in like even rap music and shit. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, no, I'm listening to this. Actually, this is not. Yeah, this is not boom bap. This would be considered uh, up On
0: guard I I really don't want to shit on your parent, but this technically isn't trap music. All right, guys. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: This, yeah. this is
1: yeah.
2: I mean, like this is w- drill music. Yeah. W- would you would you put Lil Yachty on the same
1: wavelength as like as like De La Soul or or, or or tribe? Well, I mean, De La Soul and Tribe are not as lyrical as Little Yachty, so <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but word, I get yeah, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Word up, man, this is a good choice. I mean, is it, are are you going to be playing a, a lot of funk uh, on your set Sunday?
2: I don't know, man. I, I, Look I at want kind of see how things go. And have you been the Koi? No, you want to know what? I, it's, it's my first time since they since they built it. Nice. Yo, man. Still. it's a nice spot nice. Uh, depending on
0: the weather it may be fucking crazy on Sunday Oh because sh- yeah. the last time was live
1: a- across the street they've got that construction area and on the walls they've got all that Akira art oh, from, I been from the there. anime yeah, it's like oh, no. it, yeah, the, you know how they they wall off like a whole area, uh, on the whole thing, it's just like from the kira manga, huge pictures dope. of it. It's really dope. That's you crazy. guys should check it out, man. Hotel Hotel koe is going to be very ill. That's why what? I call it Roe. I thought it was just like Koei. You know yeah, I thought it mean? was really also. but yeah. it's Roe. Okay. Well, you think you know a, a fish egg? <laughs> <Ben>. <laughs> what What do you got? What do you got for us late? You got a track?
0: Yo, um. I'm going to play these uh, three tracks in quick succession.
1: Okay. Lil
2: Yachty, Migos, and... Lil
0: Ugly Well, close <laughs> enough, man. My uh, favorite MC just dropped his latest album, Stuck, and his name is Nicholas F. Hey, P-D. He also goes by Sweet PD. So this is the intro to the album. And then it goes into this next track I'm gonna play, which is called "Sleazy Wonder."
1: Would you say that this is black death metal or uh, Amish electronica? And
0: other stuff.
1: Hey. This.
0: hey.
1: Oh. oh, this is this, this is black death metal. It's aggressive.
0: so i'll I'll let this ride for a second uh if you really want to peep um some nicholas f you have to go way 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 back where i featured him as one of my favorite verses of 2016 uh and i try to bring him up as much as possible because he's amazing he recently graduated university, so the album cover is him like in his cap and gown with his grill in, and he's just like mean mugging the camera. He had a celebration show in uh, Richmond with Lil Ugly Mane, because they're like close collaborators, also out of Richmond. Uh, and I had
1: no idea he was that young, I mean, to be graduating university. Well, I think I he's he
0: older old. than us, or... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Go back to college. My dad graduated this year as well, y'all. So, oh, shout word. out to my dad. Congratulations.
0: Shout out. Shout out to graduating from college, especially if you're a person of color. So, uh, I'm going to switch to the next track because he's okay. very versatile. He bars out, but he's also southern, so he has a lot of swag, as we used to say. But, uh,
1: what I do think- we call it now? What do we call swag now? I don't I I just call it like stylin'. Lit. Yeah. He got the lit. I think yeah. <laughs> Getting lit. Is <laughs> it. it's not the like, juice anymore, right? We're well past the juice. We lit, fam. Like that. He yeah. got the death metal. He is the one of the first metal. rappers
0: where I was like when I was listening to him, I was like, Yeah, I feel lit listening to this. I could I can relate to a lot of his stuff. It's just like, yeah, it's like kinda not grimy, but my life is kinda grimy and like a more of a dirty kind of way, but it's just my life this is how I'm living type of
1: thing my teeth a little yellow Yeah, I wear fronts
0: yeah plus his voice is real dope because I think he smoked too much
1: (laughs) yo I gotta give you props man you you put me on to Nicholas F and I actually had no idea about him and that's kind of why we have the weather report section to talk about artists that aren't getting you know articles and complex or you know whatever and um if it wasn't for late i would have never heard of this cat and he's really talented so
0: shout out to nicholas f y'all peeped that album stuck
1: yes sir yeah good job graduating congratulations what was it late educated black man
0: danger mr
1: danger is this the uh is this his another track from him oh no no. he's on a break (laughs) wow this is (laughs) <laughs> All right, okay. Um, well uh, we know you gotta get out of here, Kaisar, so let's let's go through this uh, this Tokyo new this this news segment really quick. Let's do it. Now the news segment is where we talk about something that's recently happened um, in the hip hop world or around the world. And um, I've got some news today. Uh, Should I go ahead and read this late? Should I get it off right now? Yeah, that's it. right. so, the Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 42-year-old disc jockey at a club in Toshima Ward, which is where we're at right now, Ikebukuro, over the alleged possession of marijuana. Mm. On May 22nd, Keitaro Tanaka, shout out to our Tanakas, aka DJ Jomo, a DJ at the hip-hop club Bed. Bed.
3: Mm. Yes, He
1: was found to be in possession of Five hundred and forty grams of the sticky icky, of the marijuanas. What do the kids call it these days? They have specific loud. names. Is it still no, loud? No, they have specific names for trees now. They're uh, like, I'm off that.
0: I don't that. even know, man. Uh,
1: David Allen Greer. I'm smoking that, <laughs> smoking that Kai Star right now. But anyways, five hundred and forty grams is like. A pound and a quarter. What is that? Like a, yeah, it's like a, it's over a pound. Yeah. And so it had an estimated street value of 3.24 million yen, what? which is about thirty thousand American dollars. Right, a little, a little more. Yeah, that much. Yes, he had that much. Yo, I'm so.
0: I was never that huge on smoking. So when you said grams like that, I was like, oh, that's probably like you know a, a nugget. Right, right. Something. No, 500 <laughs> grams is like a pound. Damn, son. And,
1: and they said that he had the intent to sell it. Who knows? Maybe he was just smoking, man. And Keitaro denies all allegations. Whoa! Shout out to our man, Keitaro. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Shout out to Keitaro, man. He's uh, he's not with the shits. You know, like uh, 540 grams, man. He's going to smoke that all to the dome. He's not doing any (laughs) of that, man. And I don't believe that it was his in the first place. All allegations. Yeah, the, (laughs) the drugs were planted on him by some other Tanaka. Who knows, yo, man? That's live. Do you, uh, in in your dealings out here, Kai Star? And, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want you to snitch on anybody, obviously. But do you see a lot of people within the dance scene who smoke trees? I know a lot of people who just smoke trees in general. I'm from LA, man. <laughs> but no, but I mean, I mean, in in Tokyo though. In Tokyo, I find it to be a little. I mean, like it happens a lot. Like, especially in the beat scene, I know a lot of cats that smoke trees. But like, yeah, i I'd never see anybody like like, yo, we're gonna go outside, and go gonna smoke this branch doesn't happen that much out here it's only happened to me like two or three times
2: i i, I know a few i know yeah. a few dudes who are who are always into it but i mean
1: i just feel like it's just too much of a too much of a risk, risk. out here yeah that's like, why i don't i don't mess with it like that either i mean i'm i mean i'm out here i'm trying to live out here so i can't be deported off of some damn cannabis,
0: cannabis. you know what i mean cannabis you don't want to get deported off of that wayne head
1: no man I, i'm definitely that, not that trying to go to jail for that for that that purple kai star <laughs> Shoot. but word i mean there's other news that we could talk about um there was that whole rhyme fest versus kanye and kim argument that happened there was the Pusha and drake beef that happened uh tde threatening to leave spotify yo um, something that happened yo, i don't you know, know, you know, how you know how i feel about, about that well you know we had a conversation about this um Kaisar, maybe you're familiar. Um, Spotify and Pandora mm-hmm. decided to remove R. Kelly, XXX, Tentacion, and a few other uh, problematic artists from their playlist mm-hmm. and their uh, official playlist. Their official playlist. So they're still on the the platform, but they're just not highlighted as on their on their thingy thingy, the, the official playlist. So I guess this caused a spike in R. Kelly listens. His listens went up. Apparently, and XXX his listens went down. So I mean, it's affecting these artists somehow. And recently, um, TDE, mm-hmm. Top Dog Entertainment, home of uh, uh, maybe you've heard of him, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Kendrick Lamont Duckworth. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm sorry, wrong. But um, Kung also, Kung also a few, a few other artists such as SZA. The eleventh member of the Wu Tang Clan, and uh, some other people, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they said that they didn't like it. They thought it was a slippery slope, and they thought that it focused too much on black artists. And so they were like, "Yo, we will vamp out from your platform." Which,
0: which is a strong argument. It's, yeah. it's a good argument. But
1: fuck both of them, dudes, man.
0: Fuck
3: both of them.
1: Oh, big time. I'm with you. I'm with you all the way. Like, I have no sympathy for R. Kelly. I don't care if his music was removed from every platform like you know skin your knee and cry i I, like eat a dick r kelly but i thought that was an
0: r kelly lyric for a second (laughs) skin (laughs) Skin your knee knee.
1: yeah um i believe i can skin my knee yeah skin my knee yeah so (laughs) yeah i mean i have no sympathy for these guys um who you know the the facts the facts are there like we've, we see it. even without the allegations like nobody should be sympathetic for r kelly in this situation but again a lot of rappers are kind of i mean what is what exactly is their uh, wholesomeness policy though you know is exactly
0: like, and i mean yeah there's like we talked about john lennon last week or two weeks ago but yeah there's lots of other artists who would probably have to Get yanked mm, man, off I of mean, the official
1: playlist. Like I've seen a video of Jay Z like slapping a woman. I've seen you know J- we know Jay Z's so crack and Eminem. yeah. Like a lot of the language, like the f bombs and things of that nature, they're problematic in this day and age. And they've been problematic. It's just that now it seems to be matter more of fact. a uh,
0: homie just got kicked out of uh, Brockhampton. captain
1: Brock Hampton, yeah, a mere the the head guy that's on all the covers of their three saturation albums uh, was doing some really problematic things. So, is Brock Hampton get removed from their playlist?
2: Probably not, man. But and, and see, this is where this is where I get confused because you talk about you know like Ted getting removed, um, but they still have they still have all these dudes like Lil Yachty and and Future Amigos and Rich Thug and all these all, all these other guys, and all they do is talk about doing drugs and and getting high and right. fucking. Right. But you want to take you so you want to take away you know thoughtful black music off of the plat or at least at least off of the main spotlight of the platform but you're okay with having all these turn up tracks for for kids to listen to there what what is your end game here like what what is I mean censorship, censorship really, really doesn't
0: make a lot of sense anyway like in a movie if you drop two f bombs then you got the a NBA rated R is going to give you yeah but like endless gun violence or suggestive sexual situations
1: you can't kill humans but you could kill the shit out of some aliens or robots you know all types of violence it's it's a really strange thing and 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 late you brought up a good point last time like uh, i said it was a slippery slope and late said uh, that type of language gets to the point where it's like exactly how are you how 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 can it be you know approached if the if the platform wants to remove it then it's their prerogative it, it, at the end of the day it still is you know uh, a product that is owned by a group of people who's you know i mean chick-fil-a doesn't open on sundays because they are a christian uh or a christian organization and they just don't want to do that and, and they should you know, you know i mean people should. need those nuggets on, you
2: know what i mean on sundays so i, I... I'm going to interrupt interrupt really quick. I don't believe in Chick-fil-A. It's That's It's a little overrated, it's, it's okay. right? It's okay. Yeah. But it's it's overrated. If you're talking about something from the from the East Coast that I like, or
1: from you know, I think it's from the South. Lake? From the South, I would say it's from the South. I was that's I was gonna I ask y'all, do y'all right, got
0: right.
2: Chick
1: Fil A? In Texas, there? we had Chick Fil A, and now I know they have them in Cali. But they have they them in Cali. Before, there's
2: right? one. There's one right by my house. But yeah. if there's one, if there's one spot that I'm good with, that's from the East and South in general, I would say it's a uh, Five Guys.
1: Five Guys is good. Yeah, like I actually prefer Five Guys to In and Out. And uh, I know that's a blasphemous thing for a California night Californian to say
2: My girlfriend's down with five guys Over over In-N-Out every
1: day of the week But I am an In-N-Out
2: man Through and through? Through and through See I haven't done In-N-Out But
1: I thought maybe since
2: y'all got more
0: chicken out Maybe out in Cali That that's why you're not feeling Chick-fil-A so much it's, It's a bit of a drought Not a drought but you know It's definitely like Mrs. Winters Churches and what's the other one? pop mm,
1: Bojangles. Th-
0: that one. Oh, man. There's another one. Anyways. Louisiana,
1: there's Louisiana, Louisiana the chicken. chicken. But those are, like,
0: yeah. different. That's, like, fried chicken, you know. Yeah. Get a bucket. Get a box. But, like, Chick-fil-A is just like, yo, I need, like, two sandwiches.
1: Yeah, chicken sandwich. sandwich. That. They've never really impressed me you know not at all they've never really impressed me and I, I know the chicken tastes good and it tastes like real chicken you know like it, the patty looks like it's got like dents in it and shit like a real piece of like chicken that was cut mm, but yeah you know, i like eh, i don't got much to say about it
2: man i just totally derailed this conversation into no the, man into chicken nah, yo
1: you're at no point ever are me and late going to turn down a conversation <laughs> about chicken <laughs> never 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 ever ever this is probably where the point i appreciate your support chicken <laughs> right <laughs> i'll do it for free chicken <laughs> yeah word. Oh, okay okay so then here's a question would you prefer do
2: you do you like family chicken more or do you like or do you like karaage
1: better which ah, would you family, say a- family chicken all day family chicken all day
3: hmm.
0: see this gets into our bias though because do you know about Karage yeah man
1: i'm rocking with because
0: Karage- <laughs> they got they got Karage kun red right and that shit is good.
1: A fire. Yeah, that good. shit is that's real good. good.
0: And they got Krage Kun. It's like a uh, There was like a special one. It was like Uma or something like that. It was like a special spice mix. Oh, Ume? Yeah. The 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 plums? Uh not the plum one, but it was like maybe I maybe I read it wrong. But there was like it came in like a special box. I only saw it one time. I mean I like, man, they give you like a toothpick. You can just do your yeah. thing.
1: Well you know, um, they also got the L Chicky Buns that. uh what's his face was talking about oh, which no, I thought, really good bread and shit you oh yeah the like you have to make that, it you know, yeah. make your I haven't own. done that yet <laughs> El Cheeky Buns man like I forgot about and, that and, and you know I haven't because that that name just gets in my head <laughs> El Cheeky Buns I feel as though that is like I feel like that could be like a sex tape title you know what I mean like something like that I like a hit, family like a yeah, <laughs> like a family mart my, sponsored I just
2: damn my I my fucking headphones on the, <laughs> on the mic. mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, El Cheeky Buns, man. Maybe that's the name of the episode. Oh, word, word, Shout out to
0: Sea dog Yeah, <laughs> word up.
1: Uh, one one more thing, man. I got to give a rest in the peace to an underground hip-hop kind of legend in the community and, and a guy that's um, what's really cool with a lot of people that I listen to. I never personally met him, but his name is Sixo. He passed away just surprisingly the other day, I think a couple days ago. And so rest in peace to him. Um, we don't want to get into the rhyme fest Kanye West uh, argument. Have you guys heard of that?
2: I wasn't even aware.
1: Nope. All right, it's an interesting thing, but uh, we'll get into that another time. Let's do some shows late. Can uh, I just say?
2: Can I just wait, uh, say one? Uh, rest in peace to uh, Godfather of the Bouya Tribe.
1: Yo, thank you for that. Man, really, thank you for that. Yeah, Godfather, rest in peace. Shout out to the Bouya Tribe. Like, really, wow. the the most prominent Samoan cast ever. Really do it in a rap game, man.
3: Yeah, that was a good yeah,
1: that was that happened and it was like it was in between a time where it was like I couldn't mention on the podcast for whatever reason, but mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to Godfather, man. I don't even know what he passed away of. Was it just like general health issues? Like uh,
2: I don't know why, uh, but I do know a lot of people were mourning his passing. Um, yeah. especially especially within my within my particular circle of friends. What part of Los Angeles were you, are you in? uh i i'm actually a little bit out of uh of la county itself i'm from Ven- the Ventura county okay bet, bet. so i'm a little bit
1: northbound, but you know i'm but, in la all the time. yeah but I'm i, I mean like their 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 notoriety and fandom is massive in california like, yeah you know so shout out to all of them and all the Pyrus out in carson city and shit you know like shout out to uh all the small cats that i've ever met my whole life no doubt what's good harbor harbor city um, I've got only one, two shows that I want to talk about late, um, if you have a bunch. Let me go ahead and get this one out, which is going to be on Sunday, the 3rd, the same day as Speakeasy. But this is a beat show. It's called And Beats at Circus Tokyo, and that is going to be with um, Kojo Live. Uh, DJs there are going to be Phonics. Our guy Phonics is going to be there. And that's the last DJ I'll tell you about because Phonics is super dope. Um, live beat by Fitz Ambrose. Submerse and Devin Morrison. Shout out to our guy, Devin Morrison. Dennis sounds du, like show. Du is going to be there as well. Yagi Il-Sugi. Tajima Hall. Actor. Matatabi. FKD. Uh, Hiroko Beats. Uh, Kavd, who is the homie as well. Uh, Shun- Shunye. And uh, our main guy uh mls prime member d dallinger is going to be there as well as lidley cram and damn santa this show is live man this is a dope show and that's
0: way on the other side of shibuya
1: yeah absolutely 25 uh and you get a free drink with that and um yo if
0: y'all want to pay money for a show i say go for that
1: yeah i mean it's going to be it's going to be super dope and um Re- actually in relation to that show I, that my last show late um, there is a dive into music summer uh, event that's happening at the disc union on six ten on the 10th of June and it starts at 5 o'clock and it is with the same cat from that and beat show his name is Do with 4 O's D-O-O-O-O and um, he's really dope check out his music disc union that's going to be free because it's a live in store so word that's it,
0: Yo Mega, Can you speak on this show? Also on the third, Yohaku Dope.
1: Yeah, Yohaku Haku um, Dope Japworks. He's a homie of ours um, who did the album cover for ELO Kush and Buddha Monk's album, The Fly Emperor. And um, his show, you know i I couldn't read the uh, I couldn't read exactly where it was at, but um, I'll post the the show flyer on on the um, on the Twitter account and i'll send you the link for it too so you can post it on the instagram account late yeah and it's just um it's just a a really dope artist and we're also going to have the mighty mighty uh buddha monk out there djing and and a couple other artists but um shout out to my guy yohaku he's he's ill
0: yeah uh outside of that we got the uh her is coming out here she'll be at akasaka blitz on monday the fourth we just Um, call
1: her her right Oh, is it it? her? Yeah, I think so. Just her.
0: I'm not super familiar. But uh, if it's her, then it's her. Uh, Corinne Bailey-Rae is going to be out here for two days, the 6th and the 7th. That's at Tokyo... Uh, No, that's Billboard. Wait. What? Hold on. Either... Corey and Bailey Ray or Jody Watley's going to be at uh, Billboard on the 6th. And then Corey and Bailey Ray's is there on the 7th and the 8th and the 9th. So maybe I got those things mixed up. Okay, better. Uh And besides that, all our regular shows. Shout out to... Quintet
1: on Wednesdays with... with DJ uh, Kinsuke,
0: Nova, uh, Under the Moonlight with our guy AJ, and Hot... Ha- 8-Man and Spite um shori bradshaw isn't on this week but palladium lounge that's uh every second fourth and fifth tuesday uh this week or as you're listening to this seventh the thursday uh plays b neo is going down that's koji nakamura and also nas chris that's every first thursday and there's some other stuff going on but you gotta peep the calendar peep that uh, lots of uh uh, Tokyo stand-up things going on, Bet. and last and definitely not least, come check out Speakeasy on Sunday—the Sunday after you listen to this. The third, Kai Star is going to be there. MLS is going to be there. Brooklyn Terry is going to be there in the Silver
1: back. Judge and your set is going to be there. Yeah, yo,
0: Terry talks so much shit about y'all. Don't even know how much shit Terry talks about y'all, man. It's hilarious.
1: I like that. Man. Yeah, I like that. I'm glad. I'm glad that Brooklyn Terry's doing it for the culture.
2: Shout out to Brooklyn
0: Terry, forever and always, man. Yo, we need a Brooklyn Terry drop. Yeah, like we just do. Him we need Brooklyn something. Terry
1: on the podcast. You know he's <laughs> gonna do. Um. Oh, oh, shout out to uh check out. Shout out to my guys Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Uh, Brooklyn Terry is gonna be doing their show uh, soon, and so also check out my guy Tokyo Cliff and uh, Chocolate Chocolate Buddha. Um. That's another dope podcast about stuff in Tokyo. The recent episode with Saki Suki Sake just went up, and it's about. It's about Japanese girls and Japanese or Asian, girl stereotypes. Asian, Asian girls stereotypes. So Sake, yeah. So they talk about like all the ridiculous things that are like stereotypes that foreigners have no idea about when it comes to Asian women, like Wait. the sideways vagina, which is a thing apparently. Have you heard of that? Like you're telling
2: the, the, me they don't. You're telling me they don't actually have
1: sideways vaginas. Well, I wouldn't know because I've never had one sex person. at all <laughs> <laughs> right you know i would never do we that we to-
0: keep it real sober here on yeah. the megalation uh, i mean i, I don't want to be i, <laughs> do Viginal.
1: Viginal. <laughs> I don't want to be removed from spotify so i'm very careful <laughs> about my uh, my sexual activities i just keep it limited to none no shout out star kelly Yo, shots fired at R. Kelly. You're fucking trash. Get the yeah, fuck out man. of here. Uh, Mega Late Show episode thirty six with the mighty Kai Star DJ Kai Yo, Star. Thank you, Kai Star. Word, word. Now, let me get an applause drop going on for that.
0: Thank We're out of here.